and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. For today's word, I would like to encourage you. Uh, we will be reading from Acts 6, verses 8 to 15. So if you do have your Bibles with you, please turn it to that page. We'll start with verse 8, and it says here, And Stephen, full of grace and power, was doing great wonders and sign among the people. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, and of the Cyrenians, and of the Alexandrians, and of those from Cilicia and Asia, rose up and disputed with Stephen. But they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he was speaking. Then they secretly instigated men who said, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes, and they came upon him and seized him and brought him before the council. And they set up false witnesses who said, This man never ceases to speak words against this holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and will change the customs that Moses delivered to us. And gazing at him, all who sat in the council saw that his face was like the face of an angel. You know, Acts chapter 6 represented a very important transition in the life of our early New Testament church. So far, up until this point, the witnessing was done only by the apostles. But Stephen's preaching resulted him to being stoned to death. And this was the spark that ignited the church to scatter and spread the gospel into Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth, as um, commanded by Jesus in Acts 1.8. You know, Stephen was really newly ordained. He was newly ordained by the uh, apostles to serve tables on widows. He had every excuse to stay in the background and let the apostles take the heat. But Stephen was more than just a good servant. Stephen was a follower of Christ. And really, this made me think, what does it mean to be a follower of Christ? Scripture tells us that God filled Stephen with grace and power. Previously, in verse 3, he was described as a man full of the Spirit and of wisdom. On verse 5, Scripture says that he is full of faith and the Holy Spirit. We see the work and the evidence of a life filled with the Spirit of God. As Stephen faced false accusation and lies from the synagogue of the freedmen, 
you know, you read in the next chapter, you will see how in response to the accusations, you know what Stephen did? He preached the longest sermon recorded in the book of Acts, immediately followed by his execution. Have you ever remained quiet just to avoid a conflict? Or maybe uh, you avoid talking about certain subjects, you know, those that are pretty sensitive in nature, just to keep the peace. I think this today may be acceptable in our context of marriage or friendship or maybe dealing with your boss or, or co-workers uh, in your office. But here we see how when it comes to sharing the truth of the gospel, when the Holy Spirit calls us to speak, we should do it confidently and without fear, even amidst opposition or persecution. You know, when Luke wrote about Stephen, it was with the intents and the hope of encouraging the original leaders with the faith of Stephen. During that time, it would have been a sobering reminder of a man used by God to make a huge impact in such a short amount of time. You know, despite the false accusations, the impending execution, we see Stephen's reaction to his persecutors. His face was like that of an angel. You know, this happened to Moses at Sinai. Even Jesus' face shone like the sun uh, at his transfiguration. This is a description often given to those who had been with God. Stephen's face revealed his character. Stephen's face revealed the confidence of God's presence that was clearly upon him. Instead of reacting in fear and panic, he was completely at peace. Even at the point of death, when he, was, um, when he was stoned to death, he said one of his last words were, forgive them for their sins, just like Jesus. He was confident and he knew that God was with him. And he knew from the moment that he decided to give his life to the purpose and the ministry of Jesus, that his life was no longer his own. He considered it a pleasure and an honor to die for the sake of Christ. I was thinking about this. I don't know, but I think it's so unfortunate no, that uh, we get to this part at times of the text and we immediately tune out. It's pretty difficult to relate to the persecution experienced by Stephen in the book of Acts, precisely because here in the Philippines, where we are a predominantly Christian nation, sharing about the truth of what we believe in here it's, it's not going to lead in execution or death on our part. We may be laughed at or we may be insulted, but to die for the sake of Christ is almost like a foreign concept to us. 
If we are married, we say our spouse is our priority. If we have kids, we devote every minute of our lives, raising them up. If we're single, we say our priority is to find a spouse or to establish our career. If we're rich, we work hard to stay rich. If we are poor, we work hard to get out of poverty. I'm not saying that there's something wrong with our priorities, um, but I think this is what, if this is what our life is really all about, then we're really no different from those who do not know God. The life and faith of Stephen. Short-lived as it may be, really challenges how I view my own faith and my own life in such a profound way. What does it mean to truly follow Christ? When the time comes and the Lord will ask me to give up my comforts, to give up the things that I hold dear in my life, will I let it go and trust and have the same peace that Stephen has, that for Christ's sake, it will all be worth it. What made Stephen and the believers of the early church, as mentioned in Acts 17.6, as men and women who have turned the world upside down, what was the character of their faith, the, the steadfastness, the fortitude, the endurance that they had? They were followers of Jesus in this sense. They obeyed Jesus when Jesus said in Matthew 16, 24 to 25, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But who, whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. And really, that's my prayer for all of us today. That yes, there may be things that we may lose in this lifetime. But I pray that just like Paul, we will count it all gain. That we will find life, our life, that is really hidden in Christ. Let me pray for you. Lord, we thank you for the story of Stephen. Thank you for reminding us, Lord, that this is how it looks like. This is what it means to be a follower of your son, Jesus Christ, to live our lives for you. This is what it means, Father, to be filled by the power, the grace, and the wisdom of your Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you that whatever persecution, opposition, or Lord, whatever call that you have for us to deny ourselves and choose your purpose, choose your calling, choose obedience to you, Lord. I pray, Father, that just like Stephen, Lord, we will have that peace that surpasses all understanding, knowing that indeed, through it all, you are with us. Lord, we thank you for your goodness 
and your faithfulness. Lord, truly, you gave it all first. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. I believe there's no better time than just to end in worship and just remember that even before we give our lives for Christ, He has given it up for us first. Let's worship. Thank you for joining us this morning. I want to end and bless you with a scripture from 1 Thessalonians 5, 23-24. And it says here, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who calls you is faithful, and he will surely do it. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen.
Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.